And we're live. Hey. Hey, we're finally back. Ooh. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. How's everyone hey. been? Tired. All right. Yeah, tired. I mean, tired that's just the default at this point, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yep. Um, I went to Chicago last week. That's why I wasn't available. And Chicago was a good time. Did anyone do anything? Can anyone top that? Nope, definitely can't uh, top Chicago. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I will say Chicago, uh, great city, loved it. It's extremely flat, so it's very bikeable. We, re- <laughs> we rented bikes, and pretty much that's how we commuted around the whole place. Uh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Um, and they have, you know, they have all those, like, rental bike stations around for, like, anyone to just kind of pick up a bike and go. And they even have, if you use Google Maps and do, like, bike directions, you can select the like brand name of the rental bike stations and it'll direct you to like where you should drop off your bike closest to whatever the destination you want to go is. So that was like super convenient, but uh, yeah, no, I had, cool. had a great time I'm trying to think of some highlights. Top gun Maverick is awesome. Went and saw that in IMAX, the Bob's burgers movie. Also a good time. Uh, deep dish pizza. I'm just going to say, if the deep part is we put a bunch of crust on the pizza, I don't know if that's a great pizza. I'm just saying. Uh, Chicago-style hot dogs. Very tasty. Enjoyed those quite a bit. They put a pickle on the hot dog, uh, which I'm just down for all the time. Yeah, pickles are good. Pickles are good, for sure. Although, <laughs> you know, from like an eating standpoint, like, I think I might prefer a slice of pickle. Instead, they put like a spear of pickle so it's just kind of like there's a lot to bite through to get to get a bite in your mouth um but i mean who am i to say how to make your hot dog uh the customer paying for it i mean i'm i well i am but i could have just said like no pickle but i want that pickle and it's like hey you guys are the they're your kind of hot dogs i'm not gonna tell you how to make a chicago hot dog you're you're chicago so um but yeah, no, I had a, I had a good time. It was super busy. We only had one flight delay, um, so it was it was pretty smooth sailing. But uh, yeah, people should go see Top Gun Maverick, uh, even if you aren't a huge fan of the first one. Although you should watch the first one before seeing Maverick because they reference it a whole ton. There's my yeah, that makes sense. There's my recommendation. So. Uh, but what about you guys? Last weekend, it's been two weeks since we did a show. Something must have been going on in your guys' lives. I'm just working. Yeah, same. Okay. Well, well then uh, let's talk about some video games because it seems like you guys have been playing them. That's great. And Because yeah. this is the Top Down Perspective for June 2nd. Yep. I'm Sean Booker. Paul Fleck. Sean Wheeler. And John, you're finally playing through Kirby, it seems like. Yep, I'm in World 5 currently. Not really feeling nice. it. None of none of the game. It's it's just a Kirby game. It is a Kirby game. That is true. I think yeah. it's like a it's like, it's like a, a good Kirby game. Like I thought it was better than I don't like the mission setup for getting like 100% yes. the Waddle Dees actually really hate that because yep it's really bad yeah I, I hate that you. every boss has been you know just do it without getting <laughs> hit you idiot oh okay my problem is more that like 
every time you beat it, like we'll give you one hint. It's like okay, oh, I know no, what that you're doing too. Here. I hate that too. Trust me, I don't like. I do not like the fact that I have to replay stage four or five times when it's just like, oh, you just yeah. didn't turn left at the very beginning. That yeah, this, like, exactly. Alcove, stuff like that. Yep. Uh, the easy fix to that is like I know what you guys are trying to do. Once I beat it once, give me all of them. Yeah. That then it's fine again. I mean, if you're not trying to 100% each stage, I think it's pretty good. It's like, okay, well, I missed those. I mean, Moving e- on. even that outside of it, it's I'm just like, eh, it's just, it's just a 3D Kirby game. Like, mm-hmm. it's not impressive. <laughs> I guess I don't know how else to word it. It just it just feels like it's just a Kirby game, but just in 3D, and that's not enough to sell me on it. Okay, all right. Surprised to hear that. Uh-huh. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I just disagree. I think it's fantastic. So, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just like, yeah, this is just <laughs> the usual stuff, but with another dimension. All right. I'm trying to think. Like, uh, it, is, it is like, uh, so everyone keeps telling me, like, apparently the post game is incredible. So, like, I, it might have just been a uh, case that it got oversold <laughs> to me, which is what I'm thinking has actually happened here. I think incredible is a stretch. The post game is decent. It's good. But I think Incredible might be yeah overselling it. So I didn't sure. do a whole lot of the post game. <clears throat> it, it's like the whole collecting thing with like the mashup stages, right, Paul? Essentially, yeah. yeah it's okay. basically just going through again, but like it's not as stupidly easy to just run through blindly. Yeah. So I was gonna say, but like, it's still not hard. I I don't see how you would kind of like separate the two. Like if you're not feeling this, I don't think you're gonna find the end game to be different (laughs) well that's kind of a bummer (laughs) i feel like it's just kind of more like yeah these are longer stages (laughs) great yeah that's a better that's the best way to instead of it like being cut up into different parts it's just kind of like one long version of that world or whatever Uh... i guess are you feeling i was kind of pleasantly surprised um with the like time attack stuff because i usually don't do any of that but some of those were actually kind of enjoyable there's some fun um like ways you have to use the powers and stuff are you enjoying any of those ones those are neat but now that i've done 50 of them i'm like okay yeah, you might have overdone this uh yeah this i didn't like much. them either yeah yeah there, there's a lot um and the fact that the number the amount of them is increased every world i'm just like what are you doing like it literally starts at like oh, and seven you- then goes eight then nine i'm just like what are you doing <laughs> You'll get more in post game too. Oh, great! It just it doesn't stop. Yep. Yeah, no, like this. Just I'm I'm not the target audience for this. It is just it's, I'm just like, well, I'm gonna finish this because I've finished like pretty much every Kirby platforming game. But like, yeah, this will probably be mid tier for me on like the Kirby list. See, I would almost say like don't finish it because that's then you're guaranteeing that you'll like finish hating this because now you're kind of forcing yourself to play a game you don't like. I mean, it's not that I don't like it. It's just it's kind of eh. Okay. Okay. I mean, if you're if you're getting some I, enjoyment, like, go yeah. Go I mean, like it. I don't know what else to tell you, man. Like I'm, I think I'm at like 46 percent completion. I've done like everything the game's offered so far, and I'm just like, yeah, this is a Kirby game. Like, nothing. He, the only difference is there's another dimension, and that brings with a bunch of things I don't like. Like the moves are too are much more simple. Uh the there's a limiter on flying of both height and distance which is annoying uh most like some of the searching has been kind of neat but then there's that like i said some other missions just really stupid like hey did you happen to go into this secret area but then also do this specific thing cool you get a point didn't do it we'll do the whole stage over 
I don't know. There's it's it's rubbing me the wrong way. There is nothing more heartbreaking than getting a waddled in an area that you can't go like after an area you can't go back to and then noticing that you've missed one and just be like, oh, no, <laughs> where is that other waddle D? What the fuck? <laughs> that sucks. I wish you could just go back in like yeah. an area. <laughs> I wish you could like retry some stages, too. I hate that you just have to quit and then start like it's like a couple mm. extra button presses. Sure. Just quality of life stuff would fix a lot of my problems. With yeah, that, game. that yeah. would fix a couple. I, I really yeah. don't like like what was it there was one stage I did where it's like you're on a big bridge and then it's like all these like mini boss <laughs> yeah. fights and then yeah. one, the, one of the missions is literally don't get hit by the final group of enemies I'm like dude okay cool so I have to do the entire stage over oh again just to do that it's the Frosties fuck them dude <laughs> so I hate I, that one so, so much. at first I was like okay like what do I like okay they're they're doing they're showing like a weakness in their animation let me try using this move that would like this is my normal go-to move for not getting hit immediately get hit let me try yep. this move that would looks like it would target it nope and then I think Sean you were talking about this a while back like dragon fire ability yeah yeah that's, cool. yeah. that's really good you weren't kidding yeah yeah that's a really good, good move I I kind of like just kind of a lot of the creativity of all the like upgrades. Like I was all the only reason I was doing all of these like time attack ones is like, oh, I want to see how they yeah. make each one bigger and and better. And sometimes they they upgrade into some like real creative ways. Like the digger one turns into like a pencil sharpener. Like that yeah. was just fun to see and stuff like that. So I, I, I liked the abilities for sure. But yeah, Dragonfire is just like OP. And I also really like the um <laughs> The, sh the, guns. the gun one the guns. quite a bit yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah the guns are my go-to for like avoiding damage yep. i'm like okay this is just gonna distance basically but then i sure. realized the sword can block and you don't take damage with the sword so i'm like okay now that's my new go-to for no damage i mean the meta knight combo with the sword is op as fuck is it like two shots everything yeah the meta knight combo i was actually using like the the gigant sword that was also pretty good yeah the shield makes sure you don't take damage and actually damages whoever you're blocking against i was pleasantly surprised that I never felt underpowered with almost any of them. Mm. Like I've, but I, I mean that's a, that's like, just Kirby games. There's never really yeah. been. There's not really a bad Kirby yeah. move as much as there is like okay, this just this one just does more damage or like this one just feels yeah. more effective. There are definitely OP ones, but like even the one I didn't like at all, the ice one is like super OP for everything with love and water. Ice is weird because like it's the last one to upgrade. Like I haven't missed yeah. any scrolls so far and it's just like most of my moves are at level three and that's only at level two. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to add uh, like agree with John. Ker Kirby's just I feel like generally like an easier platformer because Kirby can fly. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. So uh, and then, you know, like when it comes to like difficulty tiers and then below that is like Starfy. Uh which is almost like a baby game, right? So, uh huh, sure. I always uh, found it interesting the way they utilized mouthful mode too. Like I thought those, yeah, those are like fun set pieces in there are very good. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I like the car. The car did. one's fun. Car's cool. But like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not really like chomping at the bit for any of the other transformations. Like, okay, cool, Macone. I can. That means I'm smashing the ground at some point. Yeah, I oh, thought I like it just the, the vending machine's kind of neat, but like it's just like it's a slow moving turret basically. Same with water. Yeah. It's just basically the same thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the like the point I would give that is like they're fun little short set pieces that kind of break up. They're like completely different than just typical Kirby. So it's like a little, you know, it's it's keeping things fresh throughout the level. That's kind of why I, I like them. It's like, oh, cool. I, you know, I just did a, you know, a boss or, or some kind of platforming. Now I'm going to do a random like puzzle with these stairs. 
All right. And so I, I don't agree, kinda... simply because so far, like, I wouldn't really call them puzzles. Okay. Sure. But again, I, I just... Yeah, they're I'm pretty... Not, they're super simple. I just think I'm not the target audience for this one. Fair yeah. enough. I'll still wrap it up, because, again, like, I'm pretty deep in at this point. I assume there's yeah. eight worlds based on the usual mechanic of, like, the, the first letter of every zone spells out a message. And it looks like I've already figured out what this one's... Is that a thing? Is, so. What's... What's uh the fifth world? Uh, it, it's it's the desert, the oasis, the the wasteland, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, there's you have you have two more. One seven. is a full world, and one is a like final area. And then the there. and then the end game stuff. And then the end game stuff after. I that. I guess that's yeah. kind of. Eight I worlds. thought I thought the uh, the letters were going to spell out new world this time because that's what it was setting up for. No, it's new wharf. <laughs> They just really like Next Generation. I should have known. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, otherwise, just kind of been uh, like streaming a bunch and like trying to get caught up on things. So not really much to talk about there. Otherwise. Yeah. Well, um, you know, you'll wrap this one up just in time to get disappointed by another Mario sports game in July. Oh, dude, I've already played the demo for Strikers and I'm already excited. Okay, well, glad to hear. It. Also, you liked the last Mario Golf, so maybe yeah, I, yeah. that's yeah. that's so I I've realized something. Everything that people have liked lately, I've been kind of met on, but everything I've liked, most people have been met on. So I've been feeling very like opposite lately. So that's why I'm are hoping people not liking Strikers. Oh uh, no! So well, here's Strikers not out yet. It's not until next week. But like Mario yeah, Golf, but I thought I, people were excited. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. Mario Golf, yeah, yeah. I was like super excited for and like still enjoy it. And most people were like, eh, whatever, didn't it, it wasn't enough. And I was just like, oh, you maybe just didn't play multiplayer. I don't know. So it's one of those situations mm. where I feel like hopefully this is one where everyone lines up on this one because what I played so far, I enjoy. I have made the decision because I played the last two Mario Sports ones and they've been underwhelming for me. That I'm going to wait this time and hear listen to some reviews and stuff as opposed to just You're gonna miss the good one. I'm gonna miss <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Sean, we'll get, try the free demo. There's a free demo this weekend. Yeah, maybe. Probably yeah, not, so, but maybe. I'm so, just so what at, like, I did was I like the, the demo you can download it now to do the tutorial. So I just did the tutorial and then it's like, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at certain times, like, like there's an online test. You can just play online for free oh. for a couple hours. Okay. So I'm gonna do that. That's my nice. plan. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nice. All right, uh, Paul, um, why don't you and I talk about uh, some Diablo Immortal? Because uh, that came out this week. Uh, in, sure. In official like 1.0. Um, I've only played uh, what I played before in the beta, so I don't have much new to add to it. But uh, what, uh, what do you think of it? Uh, I really like it. I'm mm-hmm. maybe like two hours I've maybe put into it. I've played up yeah. to... I just did like my first like co-op dungeon opportunity. Tomb of the Mad King or whatever. Yeah. So, something like that. I, I don't know, man. Yep. Everyone looks like a skeleton and, you know, yep. I hold down the buttons and everything's kind of blowing up. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it like looks pretty good on the phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the voice acting is pretty good. Um, what else? I think it just plays yeah. well. And I think that's kind of the best thing you can say about a mobile game is how does this feel? Um, I think it captures like the Diablo pretty well using my abilities is like totally doable being able to jump back and forth between like my phone and the bigger screen and the iPad seamlessly is real nice. I haven't done, I haven't used the PC client version at all. Yeah. That only released earlier today, so I haven't yet either. Okay. 
But I understand it's like very mobile first. So even when you play it on PC, you're going to see like real big buttons because it's designed for touchscreen and That's stuff. That's fine. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know where, how far. Where did you get to in your time with it? Oh, yeah. Around the same place. Around the same place. I played a, a few hours last night um, and I was trying some different stuff out. I, w- I loaded it up on my phone and that was good. That whole like hour worth of downloading extra stuff I don't e- that had just kind of left. I don't even know what I'm downloading. It, there's just so much more to download. It's like, hey, do you want to do you want to download yeah. six more 500 megabyte packs that have names that I, like are these places? What, what am I yeah. downloading? <laughs> Why? They're places, they're item sets. There's the HD texture pack to make it look better. It's about like, I think, eight to 10 gigs worth of space. Yeah, like I loaded it. The first time I loaded it up, it's like, do you want to download the rest? It's another 10 gigs. And I was like, yeah, what? I, I get sure. OK, I will say like it is really nice and seamless. Like it'll download in the background while you're playing. Um, yeah. So you don't have to like even sit there and like wait for any of these downloads to come. There'll just be some things like, no, you can't access the cosmetic menu right now. You haven't downloaded that. And yeah. It's like, oh, OK, but I don't yep. I don't know, like. Do, do I need to download these? Well, is the point like I won't be able to get to a certain area if I haven't downloaded that pack? It'll probably just like stop you until it loads fully or like maybe you'll get shittier textures or something. Yeah, I'm not I don't sure. Know, just, they're so, they never end like they like they never yeah. end. I, I don't I don't even understand. it. It's like every time I look in that thing, there's like five more things to download. And I'm like, I played two hours of this game and I have really fast Internet. What, what yeah and like does i can't tell if it downloads in the background when my phone's closed or if i need my phone open all the time like i i don't think it does with the phone closed because i had to leave mine up when i like turned the screen off because i was just letting it download while i was making dinner it just didn't download anything okay uh, yeah i don't know yeah. it's fine but yeah it's like there's the downloads are crazy it's insane it's crazy but i mean i have the space so it's not a big deal um yeah I had to get rid of a few games, but it was okay. Uh, regardless, though, I'm I'm gonna keep playing it. There's there is a lot of microtransaction stuff, but nothing that has like impeded my game time. It's yeah. just more like you could look through 800 menus with 800 currencies if you would like, and and I and I just say like, no, nah, I'm I'm a good, I'll pass. And, yeah, and the game's like, all right, cool. They do the standard battle pass type thing where you'll get random like salvageable materials that you could get otherwise on the free thing and you can pay money to be on the premium one and get yeah i think cosmetics or something of some sort in there yeah i, I mean i'm not even like a huge fan of the cosmetic option because i got a, a cosmetic set for like being part of like the pre-registration or something and yeah. I, I immediately turned it off because i was like oh now my loot doesn't change on my character when i get new loot and yeah i, I would like that to keep happening because it's fun being like hey look at this helmet i have it's different than it was a minute ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I mean, I think that thing is great. And not much has changed since the beta. Uh, I think the controller support is fantastic. I think it just plays good with controller or even on screen uh, if you are just kind of on the go or whatever. And uh, I, I'm a little annoyed I didn't have time to play with the PC client and, like, kind of get a feel for that because... I wanted to kind of compare all of them. I also downloaded it on BlueStacks, the Android emulator on PC, and that's unplayable. So unfortunately, okay. if that was like your way to do it, don't. Just don't bother. 
just get I, the PC what, version. What person is in a position where they're like, can't download the PC client, but I can download this PC software to run an Android app? Yeah. Like, who is that? That's arguably <laughs> way bulkier. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. like. I don't even know how that scenario would work. I get, so the like, here's the way you do it: you you get Windows 11, which can run Android apps, and then you run the Android app. <laughs> like again, like why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good if you're a Diablo fan. You should probably just check it out. Honestly, it's it runs well. I have a pr- super old phone, and it runs fine. I I unfortunately can't do 60 frames per second, so that sucks. But everything else, I can. Bump up yeah set, settings wise it does have like a whole bunch like pc-esque like turn all the shaders and stuff on and off there's a lot of settings in there mine defaulted to 30 and i i did select 60 i have that option but then it does a little pop-up saying like hey you know your phone's gonna overheat and it's gonna eat your battery and i was like okay well i won't do that then i don't really care <laughs> i'll just keep it up yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't need my phone dying on me halfway through the day yeah yeah that thing's good cool that's a good product um what else are you playing uh well on the phone thing marvel snap that new marvel card game thing is uh in a beta right now and i have been playing that i've heard it's pretty good yeah it's quite good um is it it just hearthstone again no it's war you control like you know you know that game where you both like just take a card and slap it down the higher number wins? Yeah, that's like super that. simple card game. Yep. It's literally that. So you have three like places that they're called, like three little nodes or whatever on the board. Maybe the lanes. And those, they're kind of like lanes, but they're not exactly lanes. Okay. The, the idea is, is that whoever has more power on like you can take the location by having more power and the power is the higher number on your cards or whatever. Right. And uh, whoever controls two out of the three locations at the end of the game, because there's only six rounds. Each game is about five minutes long at max. Um, I mean, I've played some games of War that lasted forever. Sure. So uh, the difference is, is that in this game of war, the locations have different perks and effects, and so do the cards to, okay. like, bolster those numbers or minus the numbers or whatever. So is that where some element of strategy comes in? Because, like I said, war that's is where based on all luck. the element. That's where all of the element of strategy comes okay. in, because even the cards aren't necessarily super random. You kind of unlock them by gaining collection level, which you get by playing the game and, like, upgrading the cards. So the thing about Snap, there are a shitload of weird progression systems going on. Oh, it's a mobile free-to-play game. Okay. Yeah, the collection level is almost like a season pass, but as it goes up, you unlock like a new card or like uh, boosters to boost the cards that you already have into like a bit better rarity. And that's all just cosmetic. Like it goes from just kind of a flat looking card. And then if you upgrade it to uncommon... It busts out of the frame and that card art is now like busting through like it's a real it's busting out of the frame of the card like a, like a Yu-Gi-Oh then you card. upgrade it then you upgrade it to uh, I'm assuming rare. the top one is like an NFT. <laughs> well, I don't think we've gotten there yet, but maybe That's maybe eventually. Yeah, I don't think they need it because this thing just having Marvel's name on it 
and like variants for card art is going to probably just print them even more money than they already had. Sure. This isn't yeah. a Nino Cooney mobile game. If you know what I'm saying? I, d- I unfortunately do know what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, it's totally fine. Uh, I think if you want a card game like Hearthstone where you sit down at a console or computer or on your phone or whatever for an hour or two and just want to play a card game, that's not what this is. This is I'm on the bus. I'm going to get in two games uh, real quick or like I'm on my smoke break outside and like I'll do a quick five minute game or whatever. It is very much catered to just quick and easy games on your phone on the go i will say on the like tier list of like basic like 52 deck card games war is definitely in the bottom half in terms of quality i would say what about you what do you guys think yeah probably i mean probably if you want a game like i (laughs) like like i rarely when i'm playing if if i'm having people over and for some reason all the games in my house have burned down and all I have is a 52 deck of cards and we're going to play those. Yeah. Or I'm at my dad's house and he, he likes 52 decks of cards because he's an old man. I'm never recommending yeah. war. I don't know about you guys. Right. I mean, there's just much better games you could play for yeah. sure. Yeah. So bottom tier, bottom tier for me. Sounds like bottom tier for John, Paul. John, where does war sit in your like ranking list? Yeah, I mid mid at best. Okay. Yeah. Where, how does it compare for you guys against like go fish i think they're super similar i <laughs> yeah, play honestly. both probably about as often so yeah 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 i'm just i i think i would rather play go fish because that typically is shorter like i said i've definitely played some games of war where it just goes back and forth uh considering yeah. it's like whoever gets all the cards first wins and it's like oh my god <laughs> sure Top tier, top tier is like, I don't know. I'm putting cribbage up there. I'm putting, yeah. what I'm, I'm, put, I'm putting crazy eights up there. Like I'm putting real games up there and not just some dumb number thing that you do with kids sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, to be fair though, there's like a whole level of card games that I'm just like, like I'm not gray in the hair enough. Like you know, like gin rummy. You know, like they played in the 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like sure. there's I, those are above me. I'm not old enough to play those ones yet. Euchre. I can't even spell that word as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, but what if the cards in war had like Spider-Man and Galactus on them? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you mean like my deck of that- cards that is Marvel themed? Yeah, that's honestly like the draw, right? Is that you want to see the cool Marvel art in card form and then you want to get those better rarities to make them weird 3D holographic things that you can play with. That's the draw of it. Sure. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And it's fine enough. There's the basic card game mechanics. Like there's on reveal, which is when the card gets revealed and effect happens. There's ongoing, which means as long as the card's in play this effect will like continue on throughout the game. So there's stuff in there. It's suffering from the same problem. Every card game that's new has, there's just not enough cards currently. So there's a lot of just you playing against the same cards for a long time. And that is kind of hampered also by the collection level thing where you playing with people that are in your like 
realm of like collection level or whatever, you're going to have a lot of the same stuff. So also this is a big problem too, is that you just play against bots for the first 40 levels of this 40 thing. levels. Yeah. How long does it take to so, get to level 40 in real time? I think it's been about six hours. What? Over Ew. the last couple weeks. What's it's the, just a, what's like the level bots. cap? If, if 40 is like, now you can play for reals. I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. I haven't even bothered looking. Have you played against a human? Uh, I played against a couple. Okay. Yeah. Who's the best card? Is it like is like Captain America the highest number? Uh, it depends what. No, they don't really. So there's only six turns, and which means you only ever get six energy as a maximum, really. Oh, okay. So, so it's not like every everyone. It's like not like well, hey, the king is always the top one because it's the king. No, okay. no, no. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it depends what you're tailoring your deck to. But uh, Odin has been a pretty cool card. It just, like, when you play it, it redoes all the unreveal effects in that area that you play it. So you can just, like, bust out this crazy combo thing at the end. Sentinel has been a pretty dope card because it copies itself anytime you play it. So you just always have, like, a two-drop card that's decent if you need something to play. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's... It depends what you want to do. Uh, there's also a betting mechanic in there where you can snap, uh, hence Marvel Snap. If you think you're going to win, you can snap, and it's basically just saying, like, I raise you more of this, like, XP thing to, like, raise your rank, your MMR or whatever, and then they can snap back to double it, and you can, like, either... so. The XP that you, the MMR stuff that you would go from, like, I think iron to, like, silver to gold or whatever the ranks are. That's just, like, I don't know. I think they're cubes or something. And it's all, each game is always worth one. So you will, if you lose, you will lose one. Uh, if you win, you will gain one from the other player. But you can, like, double that to two. And then they can double it to four. And then you can do, like, a final one to eight. So you can play for like eight times the amount of reward, but it also means you could lose eight times the amount, <laughs> which is weird. It's kind of weird that they put a gambling mechanic in this weird little card game, but I guess it doesn't really make that much of a difference because you're not gambling anything that has any monetary value. You're just gambling your rank time and like how much you gain. So I don't know. It's okay. I think it might be better when it's open and everybody's playing it because maybe then you won't be against bots for six hours. <laughs> maybe you'll get more people in there. I have a feeling that the reason why there's so many bots is during the beta, they need it so that when you hit play, you find somebody, whether that's a person or like a bot or whatever to kind of teach you the mechanics. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that thing. Okay. I'm going to be honest, my eyes kind of glazed over during some of that, but I found my way back. Um, so All right. glad to hear you're enjoying your time. Um, tell mm -hmm. me about a different game. Uh, I've been playing V Rising because everyone's playing. People were like, yeah, people are like, yeah, it's basically Vampire Terraria. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm in. So I bought it. And sure enough, you're building a castle and punching trees to get wood 
and then making axes and all that stuff. And now we're at a point where the cool thing about it is that they give you kind of a, a blood altar and that altar gives you a list of essentially bounties, like elite characters in the world you have to kill. And there's an actual sense of progression in this game, even though it's not, I think, fully out yet. I'm pretty sure it's early access. So and this yeah, is a survival game, fun. right? It is a survival game. Uh, because you're a vampire, you can't go out in the sun. So a lot of your stuff is done at night or like hiding in the shadows. So that's kind of a cool little. So it's not like twilight thing. rules. Like it's not you get sparkly in the sun. No, no, it's you fucking die. Okay. <laughs> if you're in the sun too long. Yeah, you will just burn. And uh, yeah, just gothic feel. There's like werewolf things and there's vampire hunters and mages and all that sort of stuff. But it's fun. It's a good time if you like survival games. Is it a better vampire game than Vampire Survivor? No. Okay. But like what but is right? Only be- Well, I mean, Vampire Survivor is like two bucks and they've been updating it so much that if I miss a week, I'm like hours of content behind. <laughs> vampire Survivor. And I've been rocks. missing a lot of weeks. I, I played it's like a so little good. bit of it last week. Um, I'm yeah. just really trying not to play much until it hits 1.0 because I don't want to be burnt out on it. Um, but yeah, there's a, mm. that's a great game. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't have much to say about this rogue legacy Two. I'm at the final boss and that boss is kind of a bitch. And I think I might have to, to go back and grind out just like some more damage or something. And I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to stubbornly throw my face at it until I win. Okay. But yeah, that game is cool. Those boss fights are pretty cool. There's a couple of them that I was just like, Ugh, don't like, don't like what you did there. Or this kind of bullshit. But I think that game is just such a good follow up to Rogue Legacy one that more people should play it, especially if you like Rogue Legacy one. It's so good. I have it installed. I'm waiting for some free time. But yeah. Yep. Uh, I've That's been it. playing Floppy Nights. Uh, this came out on Game Pass. A week, week and a half ago. It's hard. It's hard to tell with my trip right in, in the middle. Um, yeah, this is a deck building tactics game. Uh, so you are you're building a deck uh, of like characters and power ups and stuff. But also in that deck are like cards that just say like move your character or attack. And then you are on a tactic style, you know, Final Fantasy Tactics, Fire Emblem, what have you, grid board that you're moving your characters around. You get one free attack every time. So if you move your character next to somebody, they get a free attack. But then after that, you have to play a card to get an attack. Uh, And then, you know, just deck building style, you can upgrade a lot of the cards to be like, oh, you get an attack. But if they're like sitting on a certain kind of tile, you'll do like bonus damage or you can return cards to your hand or do poison attacks and special attacks and stuff like that. Um, so like, it's pretty fun. It's the deck building is, is pretty easy. Uh, I would say a lot of the more kind of like complicated gameplay comes in. If you're trying to get both of the objectives, each stage has like a main objective and then a bonus one. And the bonus one requires like more thought process to get. So it'll be something like, I don't know, for example, main thing is defeat all enemies. Bonus objective is kill all the archers first. So then you got to be a little more strategic or, you know, some of them can be like, don't lose an enemy at any point. 
or uh, sorry, don't lose a, a an ally character at any point. So you got to be a little more strategic. And I've been so far, I've been trying to actually like get both of the objectives done for each one because it just kind of makes it a harder puzzle game. And that's kind of my favorite part of tactics games is this is this is a puzzle that I just kind of need to figure out what's the solution to this puzzle. Um, I'm liking it. It's the same artist that did Dicey Dungeon. So everything looks exactly like Dicey Dungeon. <laughs> In terms of like the characters and the monsters and stuff like it, it almost you would almost think this is like a sequel to Dicey Dungeon aesthetically because of how much it looks just like it, um, which is kind of crazy. But it's good. The music's good, too. Um, I would recommend it if you like tactics or deck building games. You should give it a try. Uh, it's on Game Pass, like I said. So, you know, if you have that easy access. Cool. And, and then a short game that I played kind of a while ago at this point um this point and click adventure game called when the past was around uh this is like an hour long little like love story of kind of like the arc of this woman with her relationship with the, it's like a man but his head is an owl head and i'm not really and they don't really explain why it's just that's the case and i don't think there's any other like animal people in this world but for whatever reason your love interest is like an owl man and he he drops feathers around and you pick up the feathers to like transition to the next stage. It's a it's a super low key, nice little uh, point and click game with some really great art. I think that's kind of one of the things that stands out a really nice, like hand drawn, sketchy looking kind of art style. Some great music as well. Music is another like theme of the of the story. So, you know, you kind of get a lot of emphasis on music and like music notes in the environments. Um yeah, if you like point click adventure games, um, if you like low key, like walking simulator kind of games, maybe check out when the past was around it might be kind of your thing. So cool. That's all I've been playing. Let's do some news. There's going to be kind of the, you know, the highlights of two weeks worth of news, although I wasn't like collecting news from the first week. Um, but I did kind of go back. Uh, a lot of them are actually from our, our discord. So thank you for people submitting those as it went gone. But um there was a new pokemon trailer for scarlet and violet coming out this fall i believe this was also the announcement of the release date uh which is no okay. november 18th they're coming out um they showed some new pokemon through this quick lechonk anyone a big fan of Le the pig lechonk the pig i mean yeah small live that's a pretty good one he's like a little olive looking dude um all right lechonk is pretty good lechonk's pretty good yep yeah uh they showed the uh in legendaries as well um i've also seen plenty of fan art of the two hot professors that they put in the game uh, i've seen the fan art of them yep yep so people seem excited uh as a reminder this is going to be a pokemon legends style open world pokemon game personally i think the graphics look just as subpar as pokemon legends arceus did in in the year 2022 but it is a pokemon game so of course it's going to be kind of behind the times um either yeah, way though, i mean it's hard obviously you played arceus or whatever i haven't i thought this was just like bad video compression nope that's just that's that's what pokemon games look like right now because they don't a little jaggy yeah I, well yeah yeah 
they just they look a little behind the times like i don't know what to tell you man the switch is not a powerful console and game freak doesn't have to like push the boundaries ever and they'll and they're rich so this is kind of what you, know, you get what the worst part about this is is that right after like the actual game content there's a scene that's like not actual game footage and that's like, oh, this looks great. Yeah, this looks good. <laughs> can I can I play this one? Yeah, no, exactly. I, I yeah. thought the exact same thing right before they showed the legendaries, right? Um, up on the rock. Yeah. Uh, that legendary has rockets instead of feet or something. Yeah, so one's like one's like motorcycle <laughs> themed, and the other one's like jet engine themed or something. Bike, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's very weird, but I kind of like that. I mean, it, it is Pokemon. It weird. seems like there might be some kind of like. I don't want to say time travel, but like time also seems to be an element because one of the professors is like a cave woman kind of dress aesthetic and the other one is like future aesthetic. So I don't know, you know, there's speculation going out and about, but. Interesting. Someone is saying they're both bikes. Okay. So maybe they both have like a bike form. Their names Uh, both have the word ride in them in some way or phonetically. So. Okay. Oh, do they? Okay. Um, you know, I'll play it cause, uh, cause I'm that kind of pervert. So, um, <laughs> uh, you know, like, but I, you know, I'm expecting that it, I, it, I, I'm also not one of the like angry Pokemon fans. So, you know, my expectations are low and I'm sure they'll be met. And that is what it is. Sure. Okay. Uh, um, I'm going to get, I think I'm going to get violet. Cause I like the color purple. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking the same thing. If I got one, it would be violet because purple. What about you, John? What do you like more red or purple? Uh, probably would be red. Cause I like the professor more. Oh, which one does red get? Uh, the cave woman. Okay. Yeah. The, the professors are also version specific. So obviously you got to get both versions so that you get both professors, right? Makes sense. Um, I've also played like a lot of Pokemon games that were literally called Pokemon Red, and I haven't played any Pokemon games that were called Pokemon Purple. So that's another reason why I mm. probably go Violet. Okay. Uh, Lechonk okay. seems like a good boy. Yes, he does. Agreed. Um, on the other side of the fence, Sony had a state of play today, uh, a short little 30 minute one. Which I thought was pretty exciting with some of the stuff they announced. Uh, did either of you some watch cool stuff there for sure or follow along? I did watch it. Okay, I watched it on my break because people would not shut the fuck up, and I had to see why. I mean, you—they started off with your like your game, man, your franchise at least. So <laughs> it's like the worst kept secret in uh, in Capcom history. I feel honestly the the surprise about it was that it happened on the PlayStation thing and not like something else so that sure that was cool um do you guys have some highlights that that spoke to you personally ray i can't wait for that fucking game (laughs) stray one of the things that i kind of liked about stray is they said it's going to be included with the new playstation plus service um Mm -hmm. so that's probably how i'm gonna play it as i'll subscribe for a month and play stray and then maybe check out some other stuff while i'm there you know yeah sure what about you, John? Anything from the the stream? Is Stray it... looked good. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Final Fantasy 16 looked good. Yeah, I was into that too. Uh, yep. Made me think of um, the the combat looked like Final Fantasy 7 remake combat. 
Um, yeah. yeah, which makes sense. But a lot of mm-hmm. uh, visually and, and kind of time period, it made me think of. Remember, do you guys remember Lost Odyssey? Yes. Yeah. Made me think of that. Which I didn't play a lot of that. No, I didn't play a myself, lot of that either. But, but uh, just visually, I definitely saw it a lot. Uh, what about Street sure. Fighter Six? I mean, it sure looked like Street Fighter. They uh, they did change the logo. It's no longer that like Adobe copy thing. <laughs> Oh, you're right. I didn't yeah. even. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it someone, looks better. Someone in our Discord yeah. pointed out that the logo is actually the Roman numeral six on the side. Okay. Which that's kind I of see fun. it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind yeah, of a it's, fun it's little VI, thing. and then they rotate it so it makes the shape of the number six. Yeah. So that's never has like there pretty good. Never has there been a better six based logo since Resident Evil Six's giraffe blowjob. Draft below job <laughs> is the best six out there. Um, we should also mention the the whole thing we, we were talking about at the beginning of the segment is Resident Evil 4 as a remake got shown. Yeah. Um, more importantly for me, because I mean, we all knew that was coming at some point. Uh, they finally showed off some Callisto protocol and man, I am excited for that shit. Honestly, God, I thought that was going to suddenly turn into like a Dead Space game the more I was watching of that. Well, that's the whole thing. Is it's like yeah. a spiritual successor to Dead Space because it's like, isn't it? Well, the it's that team. It's yeah, it's yeah, the original team, but they're just not own. They don't have the license, so they're like, fine, we'll make. But the thing, thing is, is that it is very Dead Space in a way I was oh, not yeah. expecting. Yeah, I think I think they've <laughs> so. shown it off before a little bit, and it even had like not as much. Well, what I'm what I'm remembering though is I thought they had even shown something about it that had like your health bars on your person. Yes, yeah. they did. You're so, right. Yeah. Yep. Um, Roller Drome, I thought looked cool. It has the art style of Sable. This is by the Ollie Ollie World people. Style. And it's like yeah, roller cool. gun b- battle game. Like that just looks fun. Yeah. Uh, what else? Tunic is coming to PlayStation and PC later this year. Or sorry, PlayStation, I think it was just the announcement. Uh, I'm interested in Eternites. I don't even. <laughs> yeah, like, that looked neat. Yeah, it looks neat. I don't. The animation looks cool. I don't even know if it's hard to tell. Anytime like an animation and like an anime game comes up that's not like Persona, it's hard to tell. Is this just one of the thousand anime games that come out every single day, or is this actually worth paying attention to? I mean, it had a very Persona feel to how it was presented. I felt cool. I mean, I hope it's good. I don't. Not like I want it to be bad. I thought season looked really nice. I thought the art style looked really great. The the photography game. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Spider-Man's coming to PC. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't care about that because I played it, but I really like the precedence that more Sony stuff's coming to PC. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I yeah. just, I love that game, and I just, I'm excited that more people will get to play it. I'm a little disappointed because there's a rumor that they dug into the Steam library back end and they found that... Uh, Oh my god, what's that housemark game? Returnal. Uh Returnal is coming to PC, but it hasn't been announced. I was kind of hoping maybe it would be announced here. But it That's wasn't. So I've also heard that's those still rumors. unconfirmed. Yeah. So we shall see. Yeah. Uh there was also some release dates like Stray is like July, I believe. Uh there was also something in August that I was interested in, but I can't remember which game it was. Maybe the season one. I don't know. In August, August was Roller Drum. Roller Drum. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we're getting some stuff this summer that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so almost two weeks ago, Norman Reedus uh, did an interview <laughs> where he yes. said, let me see if I can find the exact quote. <laughs> yeah. Where he like maybe had like leaked a sequel to Death Stranding. The quote is something like, oh yeah, we spent years working on the mocap for that game. So when it did so well, we just started on the next one. And it's not yeah. even showing up in this article, but that's I know that's the quote. Anyways, uh, it's led to a lot of speculation. Are they working on another Death Stranding? Does this guy not know what he's talking about? Which I feel like that's a, a really good possibility. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But hey, maybe they're doing another Death Stranding. Who knows? Kojima told him to go to his private room, friend. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, in better news than what you just said, uh, <laughs> gaming, you know, the video game industry has gotten its first sure. uh, union at a major studio. Right. That was a couple weeks ago. Uh, sure. Raven Software, if you know, if, if people have been following along, uh, the QA department at Raven Software that is owned by Activision Blizzard. Uh, <clears throat> number of kind of back and forths on what's been going on there. People getting laid off, union busting, pay raise, full-time, not full-time contract, blah, 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 blah. I feel like we started talking about this over a year ago at this point. Uh, they finally brought it to a vote uh, after Activision Blizzard had chose not to voluntarily um, acknowledge the union. Uh, so they did an internal vote of 19 to 3 in favor of, uh, I believe there's more people involved than just the 22 that there's like an abstain option you can do as well, but very much mm-hmm. in favor of the union. Uh, so outside of a, a couple small indie studios, this is the first uh, union in a major video game uh, developer in the United States, uh, which is pretty great. Um, good for them. Microsoft has already come out and said, you know, we will honor any unions that basically get they purchase because you know their purchase hasn't gone won't go through until next year right of activision blizzard so that's good of microsoft although i'm sure someone in microsoft didn't want this to happen but they have to play the good guy part sure um and yeah so like i you know the big question is do we see this like expanding is this the first of many to come I, i would hope so um but like definitely good for raven and now they begin the very long process of contract negotiation um Mm -hmm. so who knows what will come from that but this is absolutely a huge huge win uh for those guys and girls exciting yeah no good for them i don't even remember what this next news story is Oh, right. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just read the, the tweet here. Sony has confirmed some more PlayStation Plus news. Sony has confirmed that PS3 games or any streaming titles still won't support DLC when they're rolled into the upcoming PlayStation Plus revamp. Uh, meaning if you're like streaming one of their PS3 games and you want to stream the DLC. No, you can't. You can't purchase the DLC and stream it. You just do not get access to PS3 DLC. Weird. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the article here. It's because they can't somehow 
get PS3 games to download or whatever. I'm assuming it's also DLC. because they don't want to like set up the infrastructure of like we need to make That's sure why. every bit of DLC is installed on X number of units so that people can access it. Um, well, no, PS3 games cannot be downloaded, period. Yes. It's only streamed. Yeah, yeah that's so, why. You're but right. What I'm assuming is what you're doing when you're streaming is, is much like, and I'm, I'm, go, I'm basing this off of my knowledge of Game, of game Pass's streaming, so it could be different. I don't know. But the way yeah. the Game Pass one works is you are basically kind of like remoting in to an Xbox that they have in their, you know, server farms, whatever, and you're yeah. playing that version. So that ver- so, and you're playing that that on that console so i would assume with the playstation 3 one you're remoting into something that is playing ps3 games and they just don't have the way of like they don't want to install all the dlc on it and however many they need for you to remote in for that that uh that that, i mean they could do it but they're not going to yeah well you know who did do it because i saw after this headline came out is xbox came out Uh and said hey guess what when you play our cloud games all the dlc is there yeah, no, they could do it. Yeah. It's just not, I mean, they're not going to make extra money from it. So why bother uh, is their thing? It's, and I mean, and once again, it's another example of like Sony's in the lead. So why would they do the extra little bit that Microsoft needs to do to kind of catch up? Um, it could also be, once again, it seems like Sony doesn't understand how the PS3 works and maybe they just couldn't figure it out. <laughs> like, I almost feel yeah, like that's more that, likely. <laughs> Yeah, that, honestly, that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, could be with, the, with their weird architecture system. So, yeah. Uh, over on the Steam Deck side, uh, they have officially or formally announced that the Steam Deck docking station is being delayed um, and it will not impact current Steam Deck production and reservation windows. Um, but those who maybe have a Steam Deck or are hoping to also get the dock with their future Steam Deck, the dock alone is going to be delayed. Uh, announced today, uh, Bioware came out and gave us a title for the next Dragon Age, Dreadwolf. Uh, Fuck yeah, dude. That's so exciting. Yeah? Does that mean something to you, or are you just excited for more Dragon Age news? Dreadwolf is... Uh one of the characters that you get in in inquisition and they kind of ended it off with oh he's kind of maybe a god stay tuned okay like sort of thing uh the game is not going to be releasing this year but they're going to have more information later this year so that's all we got from that yeah i was a little i was a little miffed because i saw the tweet i was like oh it's, it's shit and press play and it's just like a gif <laughs> it's like a barely moving gif it's like the letters are kind of yeah. shiny yeah <laughs> They don't even like build. I was hoping there would be something there. Yeah. Uh, Respawn announced last week that the next Star Wars Jedi game is sub subtitled Survivor. So Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, It's coming next year. I'm excited. That first one was very enjoyable. Yeah, I love that first one. It is well. Speaking of EA, here's some other old news that we hadn't touched on yet. EA apparently uh, almost got bought, uh, but the deal f- the deal fell through. Some of the names of companies going around that were in the market for ETH. Jesus, someone's revving their engine. Everything outside. okay? Yeah, Jesus, holy smokes! <laughs> some of the companies being thrown around for per- possible uh, buyers was Disney, Apple, and Amazon. 
And I think the one that oh, like weird. got pretty close that but fell through was like AT&T, wasn't it? Oh, really? <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think. Uh yeah, but definitely like some like major players kind of outside the games industry um possibly wanting to get in on cuz gaming is doing pretty great during the pandemic at the moment. Um I'm assuming if Microsoft bought them as well, some people would be in and be like, okay, this is just too much. You're going to own a monopoly of this, and that is not allowed. Yeah. Um, but anyways, fell through at the last minute, so EA is currently not per- being purchased by anyone, but it is kind of uh, seeming, I think it might have been, maybe it was a Comcast. This article is not telling me, and I'm trying to remember what I was reading two weeks ago. It does seem like EA might be uh, looking for a, a buyer or some kind of merger in the future. So I would not be surprised if we hear about this again. Yeah. And last one, ending on a on a pretty nice news story here. Headline, Halo Support Studio, which is Certain Affinity, will pay for staff to move out of anti-trans and anti-abortion states. Uh, this came. Oh, I did. I remember seeing this. Yeah, this came uh, a little bit after the whole Roe v. Wade stuff from a couple weeks back, and the CEO, a Max Hoberman, did a, a uh, an internal letter uh, who who he also put out on Twitter um, to his staff, but I guess his full time staff t- technically. Uh, that certain affinity, by the way, is located in Texas, and they basically said if any of their employees are feeling like they cannot get the care that they need um as like a as like a human being or here we go to what a majority of medical experts consider essential care and this makes remaining there unattainable for you and your family we will cover the pre-approved documented reasonable out-of-pocket costs in your relocation to another safer state or province that we operate in um which i think is pretty cool of this company to do that Good for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a feel good story. And with that, why don't we do some questions? Uh, top down perspective at gmail.com is the email address to send questions in at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. Paul, would you like to start right. us off with a massive episode titles? I was hoping you would ask me, Sean, because yep. yes, Yes, I do want to. So this is starting. Oh, my God. From the very beginning of the year. <laughs> All right. Let's. Uh, <laughs> so we have five months of titles to go through. Let's be quick about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, 13th of January. Goaty. Nobody knows what the fuck you like. So I know what it is. Yeah, I know what it is, too. It's that nobody knows what Sean likes because there is like three answers with like the same amount. Of yeah, no one knew what my number one one. My number one yep. one was. Yes. <laughs> yeah, including us. I remember John and I just be like, well, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, it was it was an out of left field one. I, I agree. Yeah. Context. No one filling out the goatee survey could figure out what Sean's goatee was. Uh, the 20th of January. It just stands by itself so high, and I'm guessing this is PS5 related. Don't know what else. I I guess so. I don't know why that would have come up at that time. Maybe, John, when did you get your PS5? I got it at launch. 
At launch, okay, yeah, I don't know, but it's probably PS5, yeah. Because what else would it be, right? Did any of you get like a cardboard cutout of something? Is there something high in your room? I wish. Re- repeat the line again. It just stands by itself so high. I don't think that's PS5 related. No? Okay. I. But I don't Maybe know not. what it would be. I feel like it's something related to something I bought. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Probably. I don't have anything high, I'll just say, in my vicinity. What is it? What's, what's the answer? Context is, when asked about a perfect game in a series... Oh, this is a completely different game in a series. <laughs> Sean talked about how good Mario Odyssey is, but then asked if that would be as good without the building block that is 64... Apparently, I interrupted saying Sunshine is the building block in which all 3D Mario games are built on. I don't remember that at all, but Interesting. okay. Okay. All right. 27th of January, Paul Man. I don't. <laughs> Were we talking about Mega Man? It must be. Yeah. Okay. That's probably a good one. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Context is. Uh, when asked about sending fan mail in, Paul recalls the time he sent something to a gaming magazine for a contest. Couldn't remember what Sean Hol- Lil Paul was designing Mega Man boss. That was the self insert. Okay, close enough. Okay. okay. Way to go, Paul. Uh, February third. One million and one dollars. <sighs> no idea. Shot in the dark. Yeah, someone someone emailed in and said how much would you sell the podcast for? And one of us said okay. that number. That's my guess. Yep. Okay. That's probably pretty good. Context is talking about how the New York times bought Wordle for an amount in the low seven figures. And Sean oh, was perplexed right. by that language. <laughs> <laughs> so I was close. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was close enough. <laughs> low seven figures, $1 million and $1. Um, February 10th. I need it for work. This has to be a John thing. But yeah, what would he need I for think work so, yeah. around that time. I, th- I feel like I can remember John just, saying that. February 10th. Did you make some dumb purchase as like, I need it for work, though? No, I think I think I was like bugging him about like installing it or but no, no, it was something about buying a game. And then I think I was saying something like, you're not going to ever play this. And you said like you needed it for work or something like that. I'm pretty sure something like that. That sounds familiar. Yeah. What, what game the hell would though? that be? <laughs> this is four months ago. <laughs> it could be anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Context was John said that if Salmon Run wasn't available at the time of Splatoon 3, he would refuse to buy it. Right. At first he said for, for a year. And then Sean called him out on it with John countering with this. Well, it's a good thing that. this is here because I completely forgot I said this. So I probably yeah. just bought it day one anyway. Like, ah, fuck. That's what I, I think it was something like that because I was like, there's no way you don't buy <laughs> Splatoon 3. <laughs> All right, February 17th. The world's small or the smallest world scenario. The smallest world scenario. I, I mean, that phrase makes you think we were do- talking about a really hyper specific scenario, but like I what can yeah. I, who knows? That's way too broad don't know either context was oh yeah sean found two people who lived in calgary at his gym oh wow yes i did yeah yep (laughs) that was crazy uh february february 24th so unfortunate it's comical Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. Say the line I'm again. Try- it's so unfortunate. It's comical. I feel like that's a phrase I would have said, but I'm yeah. just trying to think, like, was there anything that was that, like, unfortunate going on at that time that I also am laughing at? And February 24th. I, it's just, like, too, it's too long ago like, to be specific. I don't know. Uh, context is... Fucked up the dock. Hold on. Uh-oh. Context is talking about the Horizon Games release next to a big release. Yep. Sure. With Elden, Elden Ring, Ring and yep. Breath of the Wild the first time. Yes. All right. March 3rd. Ron the Spider. <laughs> Ron the Spider. I don't know. My dad's name is Ron, but I don't. He a spider? Not. I mean, I haven't asked him. Oh, so we'll probably have that talk. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a scenario where you yeah. could be like, you never asked. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> nah, I have no idea. No idea. Uh, context is Nathan guessed it. He was playing Bloodborne. He talked about an enemy named Rom the Spider. Okay. And Sean misheard it as Ron the Spider, then went on to create lore for Ron. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Okay, this one I actually know the context for because I brought it up. Uh, March 10th. Jack Black is Canadian. Anything is anything. <laughs> This was, there was Canadian Game Awards, and Jack Black (laughs) won for some role or whatever. And then we were just like, wait, half of this shit isn't Canadian? Yeah. (laughs) Like, why is this winning Canadian Awards or whatever? That's right. Yeah, because, yeah, he he did did win an award. He was nominated, and we were like... Psychonauts or something. Yeah, and we were asking, is Jack Black Canadian? I think we looked it up, and he's not. So we... He's Californian or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I do still do not understand what the Canadian Game Awards, how they pick their stuff. No idea. The context, talking about the Canadian Game Awards, somehow Jack Black and Psychonauts ended up on the list. So we got that one. Uh, March 17th. I will pay you to take this out for me. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, context was you were asked a question about Nintendo Labo and Sean boiled down his opinion to, he wants to rent Labo build it bring it to someone when he's done so he doesn't have to throw it away himself accurate okay I actually remember this one too uh, <laughs> March 24th truck nuts for controller I I do remember that being said or that phrase. I don't remember why we were talking about controller truck nuts. I do. I do. You do? Okay. It was the Sonic movie had furry controllers and then you were saying something about tails with just like the two tails hanging down like truck nuts off the controller. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Something like this. Because yeah, that burned a that burned an image in my memory <laughs> that wasn't gonna easily go away. Uh, his context talking about weird Sonic and Knuckles furry controllers. Sean wondered why there's not one for tails where the tails could hang off like truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so cursed. So stupid. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, March 31st. I'm not a huge fan of that virtuous cycle. I have no idea. Nope. Context is talking about the weird statement on why the new PS Plus isn't going to have day one releases for new games. Oh, right. Jim Ryan said that. Yeah. Uh, March 7th, drug a horse. <laughs> you know, because I have no, no idea. I, no idea, just the phrase got me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough. I have no idea either. Context, when asked about the idea of GTA Calgary against Forza Canada, you guys talked about a stampede mission where you'd have to win a... Tr- you'd have to do to win a truck wagon race. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, April 14th, that claptrap money. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I had started playing Tiny Tina yet. Oh, may, this maybe we're talking about Randy Pitchford, like buying the Magic Castle. Oh, because he made that claptrap money. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's oh, I figured this was just uh, working on a movie or something. Either one would work, I think. Could be, oh, the, could yeah. be the movie. I just don't think there's been much news recently. And here's another thing I forgot from the from the actual news segment is there's like a thousand PlayStation shows coming. Horizon. Anyway. Yeah. Gran yeah, Turismo. What is that show going to be about? Uh, racing, probably. <laughs> just like <laughs> quietly again. Quietly and politely yeah. while you get gain your license. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, context the thing that Randy Pitchford had to buy and save uh, had to buy and save the magic castle in Hollywood got it so yeah yep. it was about that um, April 21st I wish I was watching face off and this was um, this is you, when I was talking about watching uh, Wally's Wonderworld or Wonderland I think I think so I, I'm gonna counter that the cage movie with a friend I'm going to counter that. I think well, Sean was watching a bunch of uh, stuff and he said he'd rather be watching face off with his girlfriend than talking. I think it might be that one because we were about to do the show and my girlfriend started watching it. And I said, you know, I would I wish I was watching face off right now. I think so, too. Yeah, Okay, probably. Uh, Sean got his girlfriend to watch face off to prepare for unbearable, unbearable weight of massive talent. While he was doing the show, Sean wished he was too watching face off. Uh. Actually, this is the last one here, so uh, we're not fully caught up yet, (laughs) but April 28th, the kids want the teeth Sonic. This is about a director's cut of Sonic where I think they have this maybe John's talking about the kids. Well, it's one of you two saying you wish you there was a director's cut with the abomination. I, I could see Sean saying that phrase. The kids want way more than me. Yeah, I, yeah, I think but it I definitely is about it. Ugly Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, speaking of Ugly Sonic, you need to watch the new Rescue Rangers movie because holy shit, <laughs> is that movie <laughs> incredible. I've actually heard some decent things about it. I've been interested. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Right. I, and I'll leave you with this. Sonic's teeth. Uh-huh. If you're a fan of Sonic's teeth, you need to watch the <laughs> Rescues Rangers movie. Well, there's a there's the episode there's, title. Yeah, I remember that one months yep, for this exactly. one. Yep. Um, anyways, back to the actual one. I think I said it to John because I think John was talking about his nephews or something in relation to the Sonic movie 
that's my guess. Okay. I think, yeah, you guys, it's you guys for sure. Uh, after explaining that his nephews were into Sonic, Sean wondered what their reaction to the original movie Sonic would be. Maybe they would like the teeth. Yeah. So you guys got it. Cool. All right. That's it. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, this question comes in from. I'm going to apologize in advance. I hive a hive a hive. I hive. I hive. If you had to choose what killers from any works of fish fiction would you want to see in hooked on you dead by daylight? Oh, Freddie, because just because of the oh, weird yeah. banter and things he would say. Freddie's probably one of the most entertaining ones easily. Oh, Jigsaw's up there too, just because I love how stupidly elaborate. Stuff oh. is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Jigsaw would be good. What? Like, how do you think? I'm trying to think. How do you think? Like the dates go with Jigsaw. You have to like. No, you have, you have to date well. Billy the puppet first on the tricycle, <laughs> and then that's when, like, once he's trusted you enough, then you actually date the real Jigsaw. I'm trying to think. Like, do you have to go through an escape room to like get to dinner or something like that? At the end of this escape room is my heart. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet there's going to be tons of jokes like that. That'll be a good one. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm trying to think. Uh, see, I don't watch a lot of horror movies, <laughs> so it's hard for me to like even pick up. So you guys tell me if this is funny, okay? I'll pitch this to you. Chucky? Chucky's uh, entertaining. Okay. <laughs> Just sure. pulling from the well. The Thing? Uh, date the nothing. thing no <laughs> okay that's a stinker <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a stinker all right um i honestly i think freddie is like just for the writing alone would be one of the better ones freddie's probably the strongest option yeah is he in dead by daylight yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a very good chance he could be in this dating sim. No. No. The dating sim is only killers that are their original creations oh. because licensing problems. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Warner Brothers or whoever's going to be like, you can't date Freddy. Are you kidding? Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jedi Master Quest writes, apparently that's the name. If you somehow possessed the lens of truth and could use it up for up to two minutes, but could never recharge it again, what would you use it on? So like something you really want to know, I feel like using this on like someone you actually know is messed up. Like I wouldn't. Is it only visual? I thought it was only visual. Yeah, okay. so what's obscured in like normal day-to-day life that you would want like somebody's credit card information? Well, I was going to say is maybe like know. a scratch ticket, like a lotto ticket? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, scratch tickets, lotto tickets a good idea. Yeah, that's a good one. Or if you're into like like tr- a trading card game, you have 2 minutes yeah. to go through all the booster packs that the store has hoping which what's in each one is something is good. Oh, you mean like lottery tickets, <laughs> like literally oh. the exact same. Yeah. Just, oh, just find yeah, that, uh, gambling. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just gambling <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the answer, right? Yeah, I think so. 
Uh, John, do you want to read this next one from Sukusuku? Sukusuku writes in and says, there's something that almost every video game has, a title screen. After a short cinematic, the game's name comes up, setting the mood for what's to come. Not every gamer will see to the ending, but every one of them will see the title. What are some of your favorites? And we're doing title screens, not like the title card, right? Yeah, I think that's so, what we're going for. Yeah, so, screen, not card. Yeah, so has, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles has a pretty good one. What does that one look like? It's just like a nice, like sweeping vista, like it's like a, a nice field, and with just the sword in the way. Okay, and then yeah, yeah. Press the button it just like fades in. I always like ones that like change based on where you are in like the story in the game. Yeah, yeah. that's always fun. Uh, I can't think. I of like ones that. I like ones that are like, I don't know, they kind of just look like some random scene or whatever. And then when you go like start game or whatever, it just like seamlessly takes away the like UI stuff and then it goes directly into a cutscene or something. Right. Like it's it's almost on like a freeze frame of that cutscene, kind of of like somebody's face or like their back or yeah, something. As opposed and then to when it you go like cutting. new game. Yeah, that's just cool. like start walking down a road or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no specific ones are coming to mind for me. Yeah, I don't have any specifics either. I guess like Mega Man Two is a good choice. Mega Man Two. I was gonna yeah. say um like uh that's true old arcade ones where the game will just start playing itself, but it still has press start. So you can just like watch Pac-Man oh, sure. going around. Yeah, like a little demo. Yeah. <clears throat> Rasterman Seven. What's a game where most of the levels you've played of it, you were like, man, this level design is terrible. <laughs> Kaizo Mario. Right. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> True. I'd say like most, uh, just by like statistically most like Mario Maker levels. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I was going to say the same. Really, ROM hacks in general do eventually fall under this. I don't think I play enough like bad games <laughs> where this would be an issue. Like most of the games I'm playing have gone through like a series rigorous of, testing, of testing and, and like, like an actual yeah. like, almost like a company put them out like they, this is their livelihood or something in some way. I will say Duke Nukem forever. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't have any other answer. VGC Kenny writes, who is your long shot character pick from multiverses? I don't even really understand which universe, like, like how you, how, how multiverses is connected to all these different universes. Cause like, there's if, the, if Warner bros owns your franchise, you have an option. I have a chance of being in that. That's why game of Thrones is in there. But there's like the rumored ones and one of them is Ted Lasso. And isn't that an Apple TV plus property? Like how does Warner brothers have anything to do with that? Cause either way though, like it makes no sense, but Ted Lasso is a crazy <laughs> long shot character to be in that game. Sure. It's also very weird that the iron giant is rumored since like the whole point of the iron giant. Oh, He's not rumored. Not. He's confirmed. Oh, is he? I thought. I thought he was confirmed. I, uh, I don't know. Warner Bros. is a production <clears throat> company and the distributor for Ted Lasso. Okay. Okay. So it just Warner Brothers has to touch it in some way. Yep. 
or at least I guess have some legal right to it. I guess <laughs> I suppose Scorpion and Sub Zero are in there, right? No. Okay. Here's the current roster: uh, Iron Giant, Taz, Velma, Arya Stark, so Game of Thrones. Yeah. Batman, Bugs Bunny, Finn from Adventure Time, Garnet from Steven Universe, Harley Quinn, Jake the Dog, Rain Dog, which is an original character made for the game. Right. Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, Steven Universe, Superman, Tom and Jerry, and Wonder Woman. Honestly, Velma, that's pretty, like, funny. <laughs> they picked Velma. Um, and the Iron Giant, I still think, is just inappropriate for how that character, that entire movie... <laughs> Oh, looking at this list, Uncle Phil from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> Not Carlton, and he'll do the dance? No. Oh, shit, they have the rights to Casablanca. <laughs> there we go. They have the rights to so much shit. Blade <laughs> Runner, insane. Beetlejuice. Ooh, give me Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. I could actually yeah, see Beetlejuice in anything. Good. Now this is basically just like, who did you see in Space Jam 2? That you would like to see in this movie. Yeah, so it's Ace like, Ventura, uh, the guys Police from Clockwork Academy, Orange, Richie Rich, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh man, all of them. Well, I think in that one you make like the pants themselves as like an item that you can equip, and you get like some kind of power. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is a tag team game, so really you just pass the pants onto your partner, and they get more powerful. Yep. But the pants have to travel after a set amount of time, otherwise they get weaker. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, I just That's looked up like Warner Brothers characters. Adolf Kittler? Who the hell is this? <laughs> it's some it's some cat. The and the inspiration, yeah. you guys aren't gonna guess what the inspiration behind this cat is. You got three guesses. Well, there was a meme of Adolf Hitler. No, it's which just Hitler. Just, Don't okay. worry about it. It's just Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, okay. It. Okay. Oh, shoot. A Nightmare on Elm Street is a franchise Warner Brothers had access to, so Freddy might make it into, <laughs> into multiverses. Yep, that'd be Will pretty good. Willy Wonka, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. I thought they said Gandalf was coming at some point, so. I've, I feel like I've seen, like, a cartoon version of Gandalf. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pick Bianca Bikini from the Powerpuff Girls. I don't know, man. I haven't heard about Eat. most of these. The picture of her is not... Blue? How about Blue from uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary uh, Friends? Sure. I'm surprised the Powerpuff Girls aren't in it. <clears throat> man, they touch way too many things. Dude, I found a site that supposedly has a leak... Uh, a leaked list of characters in the works uh, and supposedly like it's the same person who leaked the game in the first place so it's got some credence but it's it's pretty out there I'm going to read this list tell me how you if you think these are possible okay Joker from DC yeah yeah Raven from DC yeah I bet that would be fun or, yeah Gizmo from the Gremlins <laughs> oh okay, okay. alright Marvin the Martian yeah rick and morty like separate characters i mean there's no way that doesn't <laughs> happen yeah yeah scooby-doo yep daenerys and the hound from game of thrones okay i could see it the wicked mm. witch from the wizard of oz that's fun sure yeah. okay godzilla I yeah yep, i could see it and lebron james 
Yeah, those are all. I mean, after Space Jam Two, those are all absolutely uh, positive. Yeah, and then I found that other list you're talking about. That's this is the one that has Ted Lasso on it. Okay. Yeah, Ted Lasso, Ben Ten, Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, Duck Dodger slash Daffy Duck, the Animaniacs as one fighter, the Powerpuff Girls as one fighter, Samurai Jack, Fred Flintstone, and Johnny Bravo. Yeah, see yeah. those. Except for t- like Ted Lasso is the only one that's like a real head scratcher. Um, I don't even know like how he would fight because he doesn't even like play soccer you know or football in that show so you can't even do like soccer moves or anything but uh yeah those all seem super plausible all right uh who read that one paul is it john i think it's my turn yeah gunzuka writes in and says think of a game that dragged on for too long it was boring to play for you and I ask you if a fluff or a tail or a twitch of an animal ear could have saved it for you, a.k.a. making the character Anthro, or what else could have saved this boring game for you? Oh, no, I don't care about it. Anthro wouldn't shit. save it, no. No. <laughs> I don't, I can't think, yeah, that, that wouldn't do a lot for me. Um, I think it might be kind of funny, depending on what the game is, but yep. Uh, if the game is bad, I don't think making them furries would do much. It would just shorten the game, tighten the game up. That's that saves it for me. That's what you do to fix yep. the boring game. Yep, true. If I get to play through the game with the fuzzy Sonic controllers, then maybe we're talking. And yeah, and controller nuts. Every time I press a button on the game, it gives me a dollar. <laughs> that's that's how you better. fix it. Yep. The Phantom Aegis. Which library of games do you prefer for these systems? The Nintendo DS or the 3DS, and they are excluding virtual console and backwards compatibility. So you don't get to pick Game Boy Advance and you don't get to take DS in the 3DS one. I think DS. I think DS as well. I feel Um, like I have more DS games than 3DS if we're going just like cartridge. There's a lot of DS games I absolutely love. And I feel like normally when I say my favorite system is a 3DS, a lot of it is because I can play both of them. Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. it's the DS. Also, you can, I mean, you can yeah. hold both of them like a book. And, you know, not enough people are talking about that. I feel like True. DS did more with the actual, like, dual screen thing. 3DS was just like, yeah, we got more power, so here's just a game. Yeah, and, and I feel like... The other screen's doing something. I feel like part of that was because you had to be so specific with where you looked at the 3d. They couldn't do fun things like make you hold it like a book or, you know, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. Yep. Um, lineback writes, which games do you think tend to get carried by their antagonist? For example, a lot of people, um, for a lot of people, handsome Jack and borderlands too. I mean, that's GLaDOS. That's the answer. GLaDOS as well. GLaDOS is, the, GLaDOS is a good one. I was actually going to say Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Metal Gear Rising, Senator Armstrong. Yeah, that's true. The, the one that really came to mind for me, though, was like three, because all those bosses are awesome. And then you get to put um, the boss in that category as well. I was going to say, like, I hope you don't mean like Senator or like Colonel Volgan, because like he's such a boring character by comparison yeah. of the other ones in that. Uh, he, he grabs Raiden's nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so I guess I'm just thinking of Metal Gear Solid 3. 
<laughs> Hades from Metal Gear from sorry, Kid Icarus Uprising. Like Daniel's saying in the chat, that's a good one too. Oh, I thought you were going to say Hades great. from Hades. I don't like Hades from Hades that much. Yeah, it's Glados. Glados like, is a great for sure. Glados is yeah. Uh, Boko writes. Recently, I decided that I wanted to play through the Kingdom Hearts PC ports with my PS5 controller, but those controllers don't work natively with a PC. Long story short, to get my PS5 controller to work with the Kingdom Hearts PS, P, sorry, PC ports, I had to import the entire Epic Game Store into Steam. What are some long-winded solutions you've had to take to get games or hardware to work? Uh, I had to soft mod a, a original Xbox because I wanted to like do custom graffiti in Jet Set Radio Future. And to okay. do that, I had to pull out a laptop that ran Windows XP so I could run a floppy disk that uh, only also worked on XP, which could run the drivers for a USB hub for mm -hmm. original Xbox controllers, <laughs> which could read the memory cards for the original xbox controller which could install the files that i had to load onto the original xbox so i could soft mod the system that's incredible i mean there's no way any of us beat that i'd be surprised paul if you had something up your sleeve that could beat that um the only thing i have that comes close was that whole annoying thing to get game and wario to like work on my 2ds with me having to like jump back and forth between like regions and sign in and out oh. of defunct Nintendo accounts that services they don't uh, offer anymore uh, that I went through in painstaking detail on the on the TDP plus episode for uh, WarioWare. <clears throat> sure. I mean, I don't know. I've resoldered shit together for the Xbox 360, that red ring to fix it and fixed my yellow button or whatever you call it ps3 fat uh fat back in the day oh the yellow light of death yeah which was essentially just the red ring problem i think i heard about <laughs> that, that one. system okay it was less of a thing but it was it just bad solder connection or something overheating problems my 360 the disc drive is super faulty so anytime i want to use it and play a disc based game i have to sit there and like press the disc button like a hundred times waiting for the one time where it actually does take it in. Yeah. Someone in chat says they fixed a dead PS3 with a hairdryer. Yep. Okay. Eating those contacts and resetting them. Speaking of dead, dead writes in and says you're launching a game console out of the following three pairs. You can only choose two. The pair not chosen will be below average, but not atrocious. What do you choose? Do you choose a strong first-party support and online services? Do you choose strong third-party AAA and international marketing? Or do you pick strong indie support and competitive pricing? This is hard. You have to pick two of those, and yeah. one of them is kind of eh. Oh, one in three. Strong first-party... Yeah, because I, I, I personally don't give a shit about third-party AAA. I, I feel like there are less and less first-party games in general that, like, triple, AAA is, like, where it's at. 
I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the only reason I have a Nintendo system is for their first party. And I like yeah. the fact that the Switch does indie because I have a PC for third party. If so it wasn't for the get, online services part, I would have said one and three is just the Switch. Yep. It, right? Yeah. <laughs> and competitive Almost pricing. Almost there, Nintendo. I I wouldn't say Nintendo's competitive in their pricing either. Uh, they're almost there, though. I I would say they are like, the especially if you're considering the um the Switch Lite. I know, it, like, the only reason I would say maybe they aren't is because the hardware's so old at this point. But they are like, well, and it's the most it's the most expensive way to buy like every game on their store compared to other versions. I guess the and I guess you could also go um if you talk about their games, they're never competitively priced. that's that's what i primarily mean <clears throat> their hardware is definitely okay priced i would say i feel not taking international marketing is going to like super limit your sales like you're going to run into like an xbox in japan scenario where it's like non-existent almost mm-hmm. um yeah this isn't hard for me one in three easiest decision in my life I don't know, John. What what do you do? Paul clearly doesn't want to sell the most consoles. <laughs> I, God, here's I another question. Yeah, I think it's so hard. Here's the here's a question. What do you think is the most important of these bullets? First party gets you in the ecosystem because that usually means exclusive. Yeah. And third party is on everything, but I, th- I feel like three, no matter what, has to be on there. Strong indie support and competitive pricing. Yeah, I think the competitive easy pricing sell. part is so important. Yeah. 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 It's hard. Cause I do agree. The first party support is super important because otherwise, why the get online, this console? Though. I don't yeah, even think I the think online. I'm, I think I'm with Paul. One and three. Just like the international marketing, though, is super important too. I know. It's it's. Just I don't think it's as important. Is the only thing. I'm I like I'm okay. I guess the point that they're subpar, so you would get you would still get some of those. So yeah, maybe yeah. it is one in three, just because you need to have exclusives. You gotta have something that <clears throat> makes people want to even go to your system in the first place over the others. I think, without a doubt, three is the a- answer for one of them, though. Period. Yeah, it has to be three. Yeah, I guess I'm. I guess I'm going one and three as well. Yeah. All right, that's a hard one. To that's me, hard, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, the way that was split up is actually pretty good, though. Yeah. Like, that was well thought out. Uh, Baron Galactic writes, what's the longest you would conceivably commute to your current job? If you had a better job, would that distance increase? The longest I would commute to my current job? I mean, it used to be about an hour and a half to two hours on the bus. I only have to go downstairs, so no. (laughs) Well, so the question is like, you still have the same job, but how for some hypothetical scenario, you you're you're going to move further away from. I mean, like, so the longest I've had to commute for my job in the first place is a half hour, a half hour drive. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm willing to do that. Arguably, 
you've had to commute across two countries. I, to I, well, I didn't want to get because that's a technicality. I feel, <laughs> yeah. So that's like a business trip, right? Yeah. I think for me, like, because I like an hour is kind of the long end of my current commute into the office. An hour and a half, like an hour and a half, I would want to start. I would really start. Well, it's also hard for me with like my visa scenario. Like I, I don't really have a lot of wiggle room, but let's say in an ideal yeah. world where I have a little more job flexibility. Um, like an hour and a half, over an hour, I'm starting to like, like it's hitting like at least an hour 15. I'm starting to think like I might want a better job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe like an hour is my current max at the moment and paul you're saying two uh i mean that's not fun and i knew it wasn't going to last because it was while like i was definitely not fun that's four hours of your day yeah i i mean i would say an hour at max for like if i knew it was permanent and okay. not just like a minor, uh, like a inconvenience for a month or two or whatever. Man, the pandemic also like changed this because like I got so used to working from home and I love that. Mm. So like my tolerance is also much less than it probably was before. <clears throat> yeah. Also, gas is like so expensive. So if you're driving, nah, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, driving for no. If I'm driving, it can't be over half an hour of a drive. Otherwise, it, I'm with this gas prices, I'm losing money. Otherwise, guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last question from TC Golden: What is a small yet neat feature in a game? For example, Wayne Gretzky, 3D hockey for N64. Sometimes the goalie will turn into a physical brick wall, or if he scores a slap shot goal, the net will catch fire. Uh, I always love that. Every now and then, an NBA Jam, if you were just dunking so much, you you could break the backboard. Sure. Yep. Uh, I like in Mario Maker every now and then you'd get a skinny Mario. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lanky Mario. Lanky. Creepy guy. Yeah. That's that was always pretty fun. (laughs) He needs to show up in some (laughs) other thing in some way. Like in a background or something. I don't have anything off the top of my head for a small. All right, then that's going to do it for questions this week. If you would like to send in questions next week, topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Do you guys have a game of the week? I guess Kirby. I'll say V-Rising. I'm going to give it to Diablo Immortal. After this, um, if you're a Patreon subscriber, uh, and you can watch our live stream of The Secret of Monkey Island. Otherwise, you can check out the audio version coming tomorrow. Is that what I use? Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> um, it's been so long. Very unsure. I forgot how this show works. Uh, and for June, we are doing Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. So look forward yeah. to that at the end of the month. Um, and if you're a TVP subscriber, we put up the Everything Everywhere All at Once episode earlier this week. So go check that out. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody.